Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. We have a very special person on. We have special prosecutor Bridget Brennan. She has been appointed by the five district attorneys in New York City as a special prosecutor for drugs. Uh, Bridget Brennan, uh, explain to all New Yorkers what that means. Good morning, John. Thanks so much for having me on. It's a tough job. I've been head of the agency now for 25 years, and I came in after the crack epidemic. I'm appointed by the five elected DAs, and I've now had 16 different bosses, I think it is, since the time I've been in charge. We have uh, the jurisdiction or the opportunity to prosecute felony narcotics cases throughout New York City. That means in all five boroughs of New York City. Felony means you face a sentence of more than a year, and narcotics in New York means drugs like cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, the opioid prescription pills. And we can also prosecute any crime that's associated with those drugs. And so we have quite wide jurisdiction over the whole city. And because New York City is a hub for narcotics trafficking, we tend to do long-term investigations that really involve, uh, right now, drugs crossing over the southwest border and traveling across the U.S. So many people are dying. Over 100,000 Americans have died in the last 12 months from fentanyl. We even had uh, today, we even have uh, the First Lady of Virginia who's out there right now because so many people are dying in Virginia. Do you work very closely with the federal people? Yes. We work very closely with the DEA. We partner with them on many cases, and we also work with other federal agencies, Homeland Security, Customs Border Enforcement, the FBI sometimes. And in addition, we work with the New York City Police Department. Is it getting better or is it just as bad? Well, right this minute, across the U.S., we're leveling out somewhat. The overdose deaths did not increase as much as they had in the past years. Uh, The information that came out most recently about the overdose deaths across the U.S. And so it's not getting worse or as bad as it has in previous years, but that's not much uh, encouragement. We want a lot more progress than that. Right now, the U.S. has the highest overdose death rate of any of the high-income countries across the world. And by a pretty large margin, Canada is next. And I think the issues in Canada are pretty much the same as in the U.S. And then Scotland is the next that has a high overdose rate. And their problems are attributable mostly to heroin. And their uh, death rate is a lot lower than it is in the U.S. and Canada. And so the U.S. is not doing well. We have to do a whole lot better. And we will do a whole lot better. We just have to find the right strategies to help us. And we have to move on it. We have to really marshal our efforts and uh, collaborate in order to bring this problem uh, under control. What are you more worried about? I guess the, the southern border you're more worried about than the Canadian border. Yes. I mean, historically, the drugs, and again, my 
vantage point is through the vantage point of New York City. But the drugs that we've been seizing, the large amounts, have been coming across the southwest border. And I think even now, although we've seen some indication of fentanyl production in Canada, there's been some reports of that. Right now, I don't believe that's our greatest source of fentanyl. And fentanyl is the drug that's killing more people than any other. We should be perfectly clear about that. That's what the problem right now is all about. It's fentanyl. Parents, when they look at their kids, is there any special thing that they'll give you a bell going off that there may be something wrong? Well, I think if your child's behavior changes in a significant way, if they really are, their personal traits are altering, if they're just not behaving and acting the way they normally would, that's something a person, parents should definitely pay attention to. And they ought to have frank talks with their children before any problems ever happen about these drugs that are so available now. One of the biggest problems we see with young people is that the fentanyl drugs are sold in pill form. It's sold in many different forms, but the pills are sold uh, very accessible over social media. And these are pills that may appear to be something like Adderall or oxycodone or some uh, prescription pills that the children might have had access to in the past. But anything you buy outside of a pharmacy is very likely loaded with fentanyl. My office sees more than a million fentanyl pills in our investigations last year, and that's just a drop in the bucket, I'm sure, of what's available all over the country. So people need to be educated. They need to educate themselves. We need to educate our children. And our children need to be encouraged to be involved in things that will make them happy and engaged uh, so they won't be dabbling in things like risky behaviors like doing drugs. Special Prosecutor Bridget Brennan, thank you for everything you do to help all New Yorkers and all Americans. And and let's catch up again real soon. Thanks so much, John. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.